What is going on, guys? Your boy Elroy here, and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA podcast. I am your host, Josh Prep Igina, and we are back for the 2023 awards show. And I made you guys a promise, and the promise has been fulfilled. I have my friend here, Law of Fragrances. What's up, Lawrence? How you doing? Hey, I'm great, bro. I'm glad, man. Anytime we can talk about MMA and we'll and of course do fragrances as well. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah. So before we do get into MMA, what is your scent of the day? It is intrigue, radiant resin. So you remember we we had talked about that before, and I already loved it. But dude, I don't know something about it today. It's just I love it even more. Like it's resinous, it's spicy. But you know, I love clove, and I'm like a big clove fan. And I really picked it up in this. And then in the dry down, bro, I get the vanilla. Oh, man, this is great for the cooler weather because it was rainy day today here in Dallas. Bro, intrigue. I, I think people are sleeping on this house. I actually talked to the owner um, yesterday. Really nice guy. Very cool. Um, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm, I got some reviews coming. I did like a, the Discovery set review today, but I got three yeah, reviews yeah. coming for him. But the radiant resin, I'm sorry, if you love resinous and some spicy notes, which we, like I said, we both talked about, it's phenomenal. Yeah. What about I you? I love radiant resin from Intrigue. I still have to do, like, the other five travels that they sent me. Um, but that one I had to do immediately because it was so yeah. good. Uh, so during the day, my scent of the day was uh, JPG Lamal Le Parfum. Oh, that's right. You sent which me is place. just chef's kiss to me a masterpiece i love it definitely spicy powdery still kind of smells like lamal mm -hmm. like if lamal was made today um mm -hmm. and i just love it uh i took a shower and i ended up spraying zaharo signature brome i was just feeling it i wanted to smell like you know barbershop fresh clean and that is oh, oh, i love so it good. the base dna for almost all the signature line and I love it. That one is phenomenal. That's a great, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just, that's just, and you know what I love about it is that it doesn't matter even if you don't in, get into niche fragrances, that is a fragrance that just anybody can pull off. It's so yeah. classy. I love it. It's just, it's beautiful. Zaharo, shout out to Zaharo. Yeah, shout out to GZ. Is there any new finds since we last spoke that just really stood out to you so far? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, Did I... Did we talk about Legends Avenue uh, new fragrances? Uh, not on, like, privately, yes. Okay. So that Midnight Desire and the Eternal Desire, that to me is like, especially the way it comes in bottled and in a set, like you got your Eternal. My wife already was like, yo, that's mine. I'm claiming it. Midnight, she messed up because the first day she said she wasn't feeling it. And then when she smelled it on her own, she was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm like, nope, too bad. You already picked Eternal. <laughs> I'm picking uh, Midnight. Let's see what uh, what else. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was. I mean, this intrigue. I, I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying that. And I'm, I don't know. I'm like I, I don't know. I think I'm drawing a blank. But it, that that yeah, th for th for sure those. Yeah, I got in. Um, so, actually, I asked two houses. I said two uh, clone houses. Indie, you know, like like small clone houses. I said, "Hey, I need an X straight version of Happy for Men." 
you know how I feel about it. It's my yes. favorite. That's my baby, right? Yeah. So, so the one house like wrote to me, and he was like, "Well, you know, it's already so cost effective. Like, it doesn't. I don't know how much it matters or whatever. That's that was his. But he said, "I'll think about it." I said, "Well." If it makes you feel better, you're really good at hybrids and tribrids. Like mix it with Aventus, mix it with Tigar. Somebody will love it. You know what I mean? And he was like, "Oh, we'll see." And um, out of nowhere, someone wrote to me and was like, "Are you working with this house?" I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You asked for this," and he sent me the link. Uh, Making mm -hmm. sense actually came out with their extrait version of Happy for Men. It's called uh -huh. Smile um so i got this like i said dropped out of nowhere i got it um i was the first person to buy it and like it's starting to settle a little better but when it first came in like it was so green <laughs> like and we all know what happy for men is it's like bright it's like tangerine yeah. clementine like every citrus under the sun yeah smacks you in the face um but also and i don't have it yet but um, I ended up working with my friends over at Barrett Fragrance to come out with my our own version of an extrait, uh, Happy for Men, and it's called Elisolation. It's named after my mom, um, Elizabeth. Her friends called her Ellie. Um, my, nice. you know, all the grandkids called her Mama Ellie. So um, means a lot. I'm like stoked about it. I'm over the moon. It's only the well, when you guys are listening to this, it, it's probably been like over a week, but like it's been like not even it's it's probably been 24 hours since I found out because he really didn't tell me. He just like dropped it. And I was That's like, oh, here we go. So I ran to the site. Um, I picked up mines and um, I am stoked. Like I got a package from him today of um, his version of original vetiver by Creed. Yeah. Which is so nice. Now, I don't know. Are you a veteran guy? Oh, hell yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's like, you know, dry, grassy, but it's like really bright and uplifting still at the same time. It's really nice. And then his version of uh, Andy Warhol, Paul, it's, and that's called um, Avant-Garde. So Andy Warhol is something that not, not a lot of people have really smelled the original, um, yeah. me included, which kind of bugs me because when I – work with clones i want to smell the original yeah it cost me like 40 bucks for two mils um i'll just say that it smells amazing it's really? like okay. plum and oud Ooh. the plum is like like it almost gives off like a dry fruits smell but um it is very nice and it's potent like i mean i, I can still kind of smell it after taking a shower off my hand um but I'm gonna let it sit for another two weeks, and I know like it's gonna be really strong. Um, but those are nice. Those are from Barrett, and um, I'm not just band. saying. I'm not just saying this because I work with them. I promise you. Full disclosure: I work with them. I'm an affiliate. I have a fragrance collaboration with them. Um, but damn, he makes some good stuff. Like I've never smelled anything remotely off from him. You know what's crazy because so I have a friend. He's a reviewer too. I I, I don't know if you know uh, uh, the fractastic Mr. Fox. Yes, yes, yes. He has a fragrance with shelter and perfumes, right? Yeah. 
So he was even telling me, like, because, you know, we have, like, candid conversations and stuff. And he was telling me, he's like, you know, I've been hearing a lot about Barrett, but I'm not sure. But he was like, he told me, he's like, he's like, law, he's like, law, let me tell you, man. He's like, this dude, he's, what's up? I was like, really? I was like, all right. I'm like, so if you're saying that also, I was like, damn. So that's why I've been hearing nothing but good things about Barrett. I'm in a group of his in Facebook, but I've never tried any of them. That's crazy that you're in the group and never tried it. He's uh he's super easy to talk to. Okay. Um, and I and I hope that Barrett is in your future because it is, is definitely worth the conversation. Now I know like uh like one guy, um a, a friend of mine who also works with Barrett goes, Yeah, I was telling this guy, like, hey, you should try Barrett. And he was like, No, I don't do clones. And I was like, Whoa, my bad. <laughs> uh, but I have talked to Ross, uh, that's the owner, Ross Barrett. And I said, Hey man, like probably try some originals soon because I always anytime a clone house like reaches out, I always go, Hey, where are the originals? I want to smell your your original stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't need another version of Aventus. I don't need another version of BR540. And they're like, oh they're always say the same thing. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, whatever. Just send me whatever yeah. you have. Um, but yeah, his his stuff is coming soon. And uh I know clones aren't everybody's cup of tea, but try it out. You know what I mean? Like some of this stuff is could be better than the original. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like well, I've for- gotten rid of my ver- my bottle of um at the barbers because I like Unique's version better. So there you go. See. You know, I mean, for me, it, the only, I mean, I would have to just try it on my own just for, you know, just personal sake. But especially now, because I, you know, because I am the brand manager of Afnan, it's like kind of hard to like get into it with, you know, trying and stuff like that. Like a, one reached out to me, this company Loon, and they were like, oh, we want to work with you. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys got any originals? And because I'm like, I can't, I don't work with clones right now. But I didn't, I don't know if I told them the reason why I didn't want to seem like I was like being douchey and stuff. I was just like, well, there's a reason behind it. But, yeah, you know, yeah. but they gave me their originals and it was actually pretty good. Like it still smelled like something like I, you that you're familiar with. <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty good. But like my wife, like they, so they sent her like one masculine, one feminine one. And I agree. I think the feminine one's a little bit better. Yeah. Like, and like usually what these companies do is they say hey i'm gonna make it but i'll make it stronger right so like um my buddy kevin over at central obsessions he was like reaching out to different people and saying hey i have a version of absolute aventus if you smelled it or have the bottle can i send this to you and i was like hey i have a decant i was like i'd love to try it and this is like okay you don't have to tell me that it's spot on okay because I don't, I don't need it to be spot on. Yeah. Um. Nobody's gonna say, "Hey, you're wearing an Absolute Aventus clone." You know what I mean? Um. But this is close, super like ninety percent. Is that enough? You know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing, and it might just take time. Maybe this is a fresh pour. Absolute Aventus lasts forever. <laughs> Really? Okay, I need to try it again. And this isn't bad. This lasts like eight hours. That's nothing to sniff at. I, that's all I need. That's all day. That's, um, a, that's a work day. That's, that's a work, work day, day for me. You know, I, I'll spray it before I get into the job. And by the time I'm on my way home, I should be like, oh, it's still there, but I'm ready to change when I get home. 
So um, I don't I don't need these companies to make these things beasts. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Like uh, what I do look for is value, right? So so Barrett brings me value, right? I I spend I think it was it's like forty bucks with the coupon and shipping for a fifty mil X rate of something that I know I'm not gonna like spend the money on, whether it be like a God of Fire from um oh, save long blue Lucas, or you know, hypnotizing fire by the harmonists. I'm not spending that money on those guys. I'm sorry. I'd rather pay some guy from Colorado who's, you know, busting his butt every day trying to make a living for his family um, than, you know, whatever. And I love him. I could talk about him all day. But you know what else I could talk about all day? What is that? Mixed martial arts. Law of mixed martial arts is here with me today. And we're going to talk about MMA. So, 2023 was an amazing year. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you the Danish spiel. Record profits, rep, record, rep, you know, like we all know that the UFC did amazing, right? We all know that the PFL, say what you want. I still don't enjoy the product. I think that their shows are too long. The pacing is awful. Uh, yeah. The roster is subpar. Um, it's true. But now they bought out Bellator, right? They added Bellator to their whatever it is. And I think from my understanding, and I don't know how you took it from my understanding, Bellator was going to take over like the European and it would stay as Bellator in Europe, um, which is a huge market for um, Bellator already. So it might be in the best interest of, the PFL to do that. Right. But then they start, you know, they're, they're champions, night of champions or whatever. They're facing off with Bellator champions at the end. It's like, all right, so what are y'all doing? Yeah. What did you take from all that? I missed it. I was so pissed. I could not find the stream. I was so mad. I wasn't going to spend the money on it. My wife's like, buy it. I was like, I was like, this is like 70 bucks or something. I was like, no, I'm good. So I I didn't want to buy, but it was odd because that's, it wasn't what I was expecting because, and that's the thing about it. Like, you would think you would hype this event as much as you can being the night of champions. I, I Wouldn't you? I mean, you're taking the two organizations, you're putting the, the premiere of each one in each division against one another. Why wouldn't you promote it? So I feel like it flew under the radar. The only reason why I found out was like my cousin in our group, in our fantasy football chat was like, was like, Hey, cuz he's like, are you watching the fights? I'm like, what fights are you talking about, bro? He's like, Bellator PFL. I'm like, I'm like, no, isn't that like in a few months? He's like, no, it's on right now. I'm like, what? I'm like, so I think they dropped the ball. I I think they really dropped the ball on it. I I don't even know how you don't promote something like that heavily, but yeah. So it ended up just being like a tease, right? So so the the PFL had their matchup set. And then at the end, you know, every championship fight, they're like, oh, we're going to face off this guy with the champ. And it was so awkward. Really? Right? Um, I think that they're awful, to be frank. You know what I mean? I just think that they're really bad at what they do. And um, I think that even with the whole MVP thing, right, they bring in Cedric Dumbay and they face him off with MVP. And then a week later, the UFC announces MVP. MVP is signed. It's like, 
come on. Like, wouldn't you do that once you have your ducks in a row? It, it, that's what I'm saying. It's it, it was just unorganized. It's completely unorganized. Speaking of which, MVP's fighting Kevin Hall, and I'm excited about that. Which is awesome. Yeah. So so let's um. I promise we'll get to 2024. So, so with 2023, just an amazing year. We have some categories we want to go over. I'm pretty sure some of our stuff might overlap. Um, but let's start off with some of the some of the uh, performance awards because we had some really cool submissions this year. We had a ton of great knockouts as usual. Let's talk about submission of the year lawrence and you're my guest here were you able to figure out your favorite submission of the year you know i i guess i wouldn't say it was necessarily like something that was just i guess okay it was shocking to me because i remember i was on a plane i was i was like i'm gonna pay for the wi-fi to watch a pay-per-view and i would i will have to say maybe not more so because of the it being like a crazy submission, I think it was just more the overall circumstance of it was Grasso submitting Valentina. Yeah, so that's 100% like one of the best or the best, right? It had the most stakes attached to it. Yeah. Um, it was one of the most shocking moments of the year and yeah. something that uh, like the way she approached it too, it just looked <laughs> like she was fighting for her life. So just yeah. visually... For me, it blew me away. Um, so so that was on my list. I, I have had that written down. But to me, just being uh, – this is someone who's local. Um, Damon Blackshear from UFC Vegas 78, he submitted a guy with only the third time in the UFC a twister. Yes. So, that's – yeah, I mean, that's hard to – Especially if it's only three times and how long the UFC's been around. That's exactly. Yeah. It was like a Korean zombie, Bryce Mitchell, and Damon Blackshear. Yeah. So so super, super interesting for that. Obviously, the most stakes, super important. So so Grasso, clear cut winner. But I wanted to bring that because I figured you'd pick Grasso. <laughs> I mean, it was just I'm telling, and I was on a plane, bro. I was on the plane. Nobody else's. It just it didn't look like anybody else was watching the fights because you know I was able to stream it, and so I was just like I was so upset because I like Valentina, especially because she's Eastern Euro. You know, I was like, man, I'm like I was so bummed out. I like Grasso's cool, but it was just, and I didn't expect it. You know what I mean? Because Valentina's mm -hmm. so good everywhere. Like I thought if she would lose, fine, she would lose by a decision, not by getting submitted. Like damn. So that was, yeah, I, that was why it was my pick for that. Yeah, wow. So submission of the year goes to Alexa Grasso from UFC 285. Again, like the most stakes, it was it was just shocking. So then yeah. we move on to knockout of the year. Um, now, I'll just say that we've seen some brutal knockouts, like vicious. Like recency bias tells me that Josh Emmett knocking out Bryce Mitchell was the most brutal knockout of the year. But Lawrence, what did you pick for your favorite knockout of the year? Well, that's the thing. It's recently, like, you know what it was? I, I'll, I'll say, besides it was just the first punch he threw, I mean, he was out. Like, it wasn't like he was stumbling. It, he just fucking dropped. Like, 
I, I mean, I, I, I was watching it, uh, what was it, yesterday at my lunch? I just, because I had it, I recorded it because I sent it to my wife because she she's not home. So I had sent it to her, and I'm like, this is just freaking nasty. And then the fact that he was convulsing, which I got, I mean, it, I'm not trying to shed light on that and make it like, a, a, a like oh, my God, like, we have to, that's crazy. Like, oh, let's make fun. No, I'm not. It's just, I think just overall, the fact that he hit him that hard that he was convulsing, I think you have to put that at knockout of the air. For me, at least. I mean... Devastating. It was devastating. And, I mean, he just dropped like a sack of potatoes. That was... So that, for me... And, again, it might be recency bias, but just... That was just insane. That was one of the scariest knockouts I've ever seen. Yeah, 100%. Uh, So I have that on my list. Obviously, I brought it up. But I just want to highlight my favorite knockout of the year doesn't even come from the UFC. It's actually when Patchy Mix knocked out Rafian Stotts in April to win I, the title yeah. during the tournament. It was a flying <laughs> knee knockout. It was like one of those where like jump up, 80 seconds, jumps up, hits him. The dude just falls stiff, and it's over. Dang. So that I was, think I might have seen the highlight for it. I think I yeah. might have seen that was my favorite knockout of the year, 100%. It's, I, I don't know, I'm telling you, maybe, like I said, maybe it was just recency bias, but bro, that was, I mean, and, and I was rooting for Bryce, and and that was, and Emmett screwed that up because I would have went 5-0 and 0 for the, on my picks for that card, but that yeah. was, that was just the sick, I mean, that was just nasty. Yeah, I love Bryce Mitchell. Um, yeah. He's such a character, but he just, uh, and he's a really fun fighter, right? He's he is, he's, yeah. he's a super fun fighter. Um, but Emmett, you know, Emmett's got deadly knockout power, so it was a it was a bad matchup stylistically. Yeah. So moving on from those two, um, we had submission of the year, we had knockout of the year. Let's move on to the upset of the year, right? Because we all have, you know, maybe favorites. Um, what was your upset of the year? We might agree on this. Strickland against Adesanya. Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, I know how you feel about Adesanya, right? But Adesanya is my favorite fighter yeah. in the UFC. So even though, like, we had this conversation off air where I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm like, listen, man, I, I just, like, I love the story of Sean Strickland. Like, I, I think it's so inspiring. I feel like he's so... Um, he's such an important character right now for the sport and for the company, right? Um, even though it came at the expense of my favorite fighter in the UFC. Yeah. So it was it was an insane upset and worthy of us agreeing oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be real here. Anybody who if anybody disagrees, I think you're crazy, honestly, because even Strickland was surprised that he won. You know, yeah, yeah. and it, and it's not even like in the fashion that he, he won. Like, I get if it was actually, no, it is in the fashion that he won. That makes it even crazier. I think if you would have like, you know, because there's always like if someone gets hit by a lucky punch or it's not a lucky punch. But if you get hit by a punch and you knock them out, you can. there's always those pushback where he goes, well, we don't know how the fight would have played out. He knocked him out right away. No, dude, he won every fucking round. Mm -hmm. we, we're allowed to curse on this, right? You're good. Okay, cool. So, like, I don't know. Sometimes like, I don't know because I have a foul mouth. So, I mean, the fact that he won every fucking round. And honestly, I mean, everybody I was telling this to, 
And I remember because that day I actually moved here. That was the day I came from LA in the car driving to Dallas, like where we officially moved into our spot. And I told my wife, I said, as we were driving, I said, I really don't give a shit if I miss the main event because Adesanya is going to just demolish him. It's not even going to be fucking close. And I told anybody that wanted to hear, I said, there is no, I give Strickland this much of a shot. It's fucking zero. And the fact that he won every round, mind blown, mind blown. Yeah, it was it was a masterful performance. And I'll just say, uh, we're going to talk about the week, at, or we're going to talk about the uh, next year, another week, hopefully. I'm, I'm just saying this on air. Not next week, because I know next week's really busy, but the week after that, maybe we can sit down and talk about 2024, just give yeah. a brief, you know, overview, what we're looking forward to and stuff like that. But like I, I'll just say if they fight again, I'm I pick Strickland again. <laughs> I, I just I think in the fashion that he won, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. it's it's just you know styles make fights, styles make fights, and I'm gonna say that a lot when we talk again. Styles yeah. make fights. So moving on from the upset of the year, let's talk about the moment of the year because 2023 full of really cool moments. We call it the upset of the year. That might be one of the moments of the year. Just think about the end of that fight, the last 10 seconds, when Strickland realizes, I just became a world champion. Yeah. Um, like that moment in itself, that 10 seconds could win this. But what was your moment of the year? And, I'm, uh, and I, it's going to kind of come at the expense of your favorite fighter again. Um, but it's a different thing. It's Pereira winning the light, uh, the light heavyweight belt. The reason why I say that, I think the moment of the year too is first of all, remember he got brutally knocked the fuck out by Izzy. Okay, he moved up. That was twenty. That was what? No, or was that the end of twenty twenty two? No, you're good. Yeah, it was this year, right? Okay, so he beats Yuri. I mean, not Yuri. He beats uh, I'm sorry, uh, the Polish guy, Polish Jan. Guy, Jan, and then he fights Yuri and wins that um you know what i why I, for me was the moment of the year number one is to rebound from there but i think in uh, what i love because this is such a huge rivalry the adesanya versus prayer the fact that he went up to the division that adesanya tried to go up to couldn't do it he did it and then i love the call out at the end that he basically was like izzy you got me basically out of you know the bar and got me to fight, you know, and come here and make sure I come here and challenge you, basically. Well, I'm going to do the same thing to you. I don't know. That, it, to me, gave me goosebumps because, you know, it was just like, it was just a meme, and I like her. And I honestly, it, not like, I thought her was, like, weird coming in. But now I think his personality showing and everything. And I, I don't know. I root for the guy. So I just think because, again, he kind of won up Izzy, even though he lost to Izzy. He's still up in the, of course, the series. But, you know, even though he got knocked out by Izzy, he kind of won up them by went up to the division that Izzy already tried to, couldn't do it. He did it and then called him out. That was for me a moment of the year. I don't know. That's so funny because ours are like opposite sides of the spectrum. Because even though the year didn't end off on a high note for Israel Adesanya, I still think him finishing Alex Pajeda is one of the best moments of the year. It has my favorite. And I know maybe if you're like a purist, you know what I mean? Maybe you're not happy about this, but my favorite celebration 
oh, of yeah. all time. Um, just the way in which it happened, how he baited him in. It was almost the same finishing sequence from when he finished Adesanya. And yeah. then he gets taken out, brutally knocked out, cold. Um, yeah. And just the moment of it, like when Izzy says at the end, I, you guys, I wish you guys could feel this. Yeah. I felt that him saying it like I was, I was over the moon. I'm like, Izzy, I'm with you. I'm happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he's, like, he's emotion, especially with the, the celebration. You could feel like all the emotions coming out because again, he was 0 three at that point, Yeah, you know? So uh, you're, you're right. You could feel it. And I think even like, I was rooting against Izzy. Like it was still like the fact that it happened, and you could the raw emotion of it, and you could tell like he needed that. He needed that win and that celebration. So yeah, I agree. I it's hard to argue that. Yeah, it was. Oh, I love it. It's still my favorite moment of the year. He's still my favorite. Um, I think his path is just a little different now. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So so on to our last two awards because it's been it's been a roller coaster this far so submission of the year has been a great uh you know alexa grasso one of the most surprising finishes the way she finished her um and the fact that she almost did it again yes. is wild <laughs> yeah um the knockout of the year you know brutal recent super recent we could have even said you know how izzy finished Poetan, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I mean that's that a, that's a, that's one. It's up there for sure. It's up there for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I I just want like that was one of those hipster picks. Like, okay, I want to be different, so I'm gonna bring this one. And if you go and watch that, like, I'm gonna send you the clip when we're done. Yeah, please. You're gonna be like, oh, okay, this is one of the best. Um, our upset of the year. It's clear. Sean Strickland clear. again. I think going into 2024, a very important part for the promotion, for the sport. And what tells me that, and what continues to tell me that, is uh, like MMA, what, what is their name? On Point. You watch MMA On Point? on No, YouTube? I never even heard of that. You got to watch that. Now. Whoa. So MMA On Point, some of the best like list content. Like I'm not a big list guy. You know what I mean? Like we're in fragrances and everybody talks lists, right? I can't oh, stand it. I know. I'm I've made it a point for me not to do that. Um, but MMA on point does great lists and they have really great commentary and, um, opinions. Like I love their opinion pieces and they have a video called, um, are we watching like Sean Strickland unravel between our eyes or before our eyes or something like that? Super interesting. I, I urge you to go watch it. Okay, when you chance. Um, but I really think that he's important for the, for the sport coming up. So he had the upset of the year. Um, the mm -hmm. moment of the year, like you said, with uh, Poetan winning the light heavyweight. Listen, he's been in the promotion for how long? How long has he been in the sport? To win the middleweight title and the light heavyweight title in a span of two years yeah, it's just is bananas. Insane to think about. Um, and then me, you know, him is he finally getting his revenge you know even though he's lost a ton of times to this guy and was on the verge of probably getting finished i i agree with honestly i i thought it was stupid the way alex rushed in but it was smart by izzy to bait him yep. because i think if he would have taken his time i think he would really would have he would have won again he would have leg kicked him to the death yeah 
Yeah. Like Izzy could barely walk. He admitted that. It was yeah. that it was it was a crazy fight. Um, let's talk about the fighter of the year because this is like a really weird award to give, right? Because even me, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll pick this person. But um but who did you end up going for for fighter of the year, whether it be female or male? There's no real right answer. I don't know. I mean, I it was this was a hard. This was really hard because I don't. I I was gonna say uh, Pereira because of the rebound of that, and then I'm like, I don't know. Do you give it to Islam? I guess Islam because, I mean. Yes, okay, I understand it's not Volk's division, but the fact that he beat Volk twice and such in such convincing fashion the second time, because the first one was debatable, I guess you have to say Islam, but I don't know. I, I guess that's what it, it, it's, it's like you said, it's a really weird uh, answer, but I'm gonna, I just I'm gonna say Islam, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I had the same thing, right? It's hard to vote against the guy who beat the guy. <laughs> twice even yeah. though i thought he lost the first fight same, same. um the second fight there was no question yeah there was not no even question. a little bit he finished no. him and i don't care how short of notice it was you got yeah. finished devastatingly devastating yeah like which i think it's a mistake that he's coming back this soon but there's a whole nother story yeah um, and especially against someone as dangerous as Ilya. yeah but we'll talk yeah. about that we'll talk about that yeah but um, I yeah, I guess we're in agreement. I we'll say it's Islam. Well, you said it because you're saying Islam, right? Yeah, it's got to be yeah. Islam. There's there's I mean I could say Strickland, right? But he's he's probably the most like entertaining fighter because I don't I don't really watch Islam to be entertained. I watch yeah. Islam because I want to watch Dominant. some skills. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I don't need to see skills out of Strickland. I want to <laughs> see him curse and talk the whole time, and you know, Philly shell his way to a world title. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, it's we're we're in agreement. It's Islam. Yeah, it's definitely Islam. And the fight of the year. I mean, it's crazy to think that this <laughs> outlasted the whole year for me. Um, I've had this pick since that fight happened, and it hasn't even <laughs> wavered. Not even a little bit. Damn. I haven't been like, oh, this fight is better. Th like, this is the best fight of the year. Not for me. This fight has always been number one this year. It's probably one of my favorite fights of all time. So let's see what you picked first and see if we agree. So I my 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 pick was going to be, and I think maybe on a technical standpoint, Volk versus uh Islam in the first fight, because that was such a great fight. But honestly. It, it was, and again, maybe recency bias, but I'm going to pick, uh, especially the way she rebounded. Oh, my God. Why did I just forget her name? It was on the last damn card. I, Aldana. Aldana against. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, what's the chick's name? I forgot the woman's, the Brazilian's name. Rosa's or something. Carol Rosa. Yeah. Carol Rosa. Yeah, Carol Rosa. I think that's what it is. I, I'm going to say that because I was I was thoroughly entertained, and I really, and honestly, if you looked at the first round, uh, Aldana looked like she was getting leg kicked to death. And so she was done. I, her leg was just like th 10 different colors. And so the fact that she turned it on and won, and but they were just beating the crap out of each other for three rounds. I was, I was actually very impressed. And the women put on great fights. I mean, like I said, one of my all-time favorites is Zhang versus uh, Joanna. So I Joanna, just yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm gonna say that, but I, I if, if Islam and Volk was up there as well. Yeah, Islam and Volk one is like an all time. Yeah, great fight. two of the best guys in the promotion in the sport meeting in the middle and just having an all out war. Yeah. To you know, some people say this guy got robbed. Some people say no, this is correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't matter. It was a great freaking fight. Like but an I would amazing say, fight. It's like one A, one B. You know what I mean? Like it that would it, I, I don't know. I think from a just a violent standpoint, the the Aldana Rosa fight, but I think like you said, if you look at it, just two of the top guys, the technical skills, like you said, the fact that who the hell we can have a debate over who won and who didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, it it's right there too. If not, you know, I guess it just depends on what you like more, more violence or more technical. Man, I want to see like violence, but it's it's very rare where you get one A one B, and it makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, at that time, it made sense. This last time, they looked like they were three weight classes apart. Oh my god, it it was just it, and that's why, like you know, and we had talked about it. We thought it was that it wasn't a good idea for Volk to do it, but. I didn't think it was going to end like this, it, especially that quickly. Like, I didn't expect it. And, you know, I, I'd love to see it. And you know what I'm saying? You know you know what I was going to say? And I think this should be a rule. Dana won't do it, though. I think it should be a rule going forward that I think you have to defend your belt four times before you can call out another division. Volk did it, so that's fine. I'm cool with it that he went up and challenged because, you know, he's he's like – you could probably say he's the featherweight goat, so that's fine. But for Islam with all his nonsense about, oh, I want to go fight Leon Fool, just you have a bunch of fighters in your division. Yes, though, I think he'll beat all of them. Most likely. Actually, Saruki and I actually am going to go the opposite way, but that's a whole other story. Um, but, like, at least defend three more times. No, actually, he's never defended it against someone in his division. So, no, defend it four times against people in your division, and then move up to fight whoever the champion is going to be Shavkat, you know? <laughs> You and Shavkat. I'm telling you, bro. Shavkat I can't wait to talk about yours and his love affair soon. <laughs> we we will cover that because yeah. you love the guy, and I love that you love him. But no, yeah, we've uh, we've covered all our awards. Um, did you think that there was an award missing? Because I feel like I hit all the major things: fight of the year, fighter of the year. Moment of the year, upset of the year, knockout of the year, and submission of the year. You know what I think we could have done as moment of the year? And I think it was it was such a turn was how if you watch the press conference, and this is the last pay-per-view, how Colby had so many people rooting for him. And that by the end of the pay-per-view, he basically was like, fuck all of you broke-ass bitches, like, and everybody was booing him. So I, I thought that was a main, honestly, that could have also been, I thought, a moment of the year because of how everything flipped like this on him. Like, he literally, everybody was rooting for him, and basically everybody turned against him. And I, I thought that maybe we could have put that as a moment of the year, because, like I said, because it's just such a change, because he had it's such crazy. a... It's crazy, yeah. It's crazy, but... I mean, I think I, I just kind of I, I thought about that, but again, recency bias and everything. But it could have been up there as well because of how everything shifted in the 24 hour span. Yeah, dude, I couldn't believe his performance. It just felt like so off and so opposite of who 
chaos is supposed to be, right? Yes. Um, but you know, it it is what it is. He, you you get the uh, you deserve the hand you're dealt or whatever they say. Yeah. And, and he, you know, he he wrote a check. His push couldn't cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but that I think that could have been up there too. Actually, it's not even a 24 hour. In the span of from the beginning of the fight to the end of the fight, I would yeah, change. it was. It was crazy, and I'm sorry. The um, he's just like he called out Wonder Boy. Like, come on, man, you're out to lunch. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> just, you're done. just cut it out. You can, you can go do pro wrestling. Oh, perfect. He would be perfect for it, and be perfect. And guess what? The company that you'd want to work for, owned by easy the same company. Easy transition. Easy, easy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it gets a little dicey with some of his content. Um, and I'm sure he knows how to dial it back. He he already says that hey, it, it's my persona. You know what I mean? Like um, I was just my character, or whatever he told Leon in the face off. Um, but you don't say stuff like that and get away with it. And Leon no. made sure he didn't. Um, but yeah, dude, I cannot wait. You know, two weeks yeah. from now we will cover 2024. Oh, yes. This has been the award show. I'd love to give you some time to just plug. Anything you guys got anything going on selling any new decants? Um, so we're updating the list. Um, I'm gonna add some of my uh, so I had a, a couple of requests. So I don't know if you saw my video on uh, YouTube a few weeks ago, was my band fragrances. It's you know, the, 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 the stuff that your wife don't let you wear. So a couple of people are asking me, they're like, Yo, I want to try these because. I mean, if your wife banned them, why? How bad are they? So, or out of curiosity, like, what is it? So, but put that on the lit on the on the site. Um, a leather fragrance. I'm gonna do a top five city rhythm, bro. Okay. So, it, I, and I I kind of want to. Okay, I kind of want to share this on the on the podcast too. Now, I love uh, there's a I love indie brands. I love it. I want to give a, a special shout. I'm gonna do a more a little bit more talking about it. Um, I think he's not allowed to talk about it, but. I'll do it for him. Niles made a fragrance, and I, a lot of people don't know this. For Shout Camp out David. Shout out to for Camp David. Did you know that? No. Okay. Now, if, I want people to understand the significance of this, okay? You're talking about for the U.S. government. Again, whatever I might feel about government and all that shit has nothing to do with this. It's just the fact they sought him out. It's not that he reached out to them. They found him. So we want you to make a fragrance for Camp David. Now, I want you guys to understand also what Camp David is. It's a retreat for the president that he invites world leaders, celebrity, doesn't matter, to kind of go on a getaway. And it's been a thing since like 1942. He is the first br fragrance brand ever. Okay. I'm talking about not Chanel, not Dior, not Versace, not Creed, none of the names that you think you know of. He is the very first person that got asked. They asked him to make a fragrance, and it's in Camp David. Now, unfortunately, I've never smelled it. I know he's trying to work it out a way that maybe I think people are going to be able to smell it. But unless you get invited to Camp David, which none of us are going to get invited to Camp David, you know what I mean? It, you won't be able to smell the fragrance. But I just want people to understand that this is the level of talent I, I talk that we all talk about in the community of Niles city rhythm that he just makes amazing fragrances and the U S government recognized it. And like I said, sought him out and he made a fragrance for them. So that's amazing. But let me ask, let me tell you this real quick. So before my wife left, uh, she's, she's, she's in LA right now. 
um, he got sultry came in the mail. Okay. So I sprayed it on my skin. I loved it. But she's like, I'm taking this with me. I'm like, okay, cool. So she literally left that same day uh, later on in the day in the night left. She messaged me two days ago, bro. And she said, this is in my top five of all time. So the, the video I just released with her top five fragrances, that's going to get changed because that was an old video. Anyways, we recorded. She says she cannot, she is obsessed with sultry. She's absolutely obsessed. And so, but she said that I, um, she's like, I think a dude could pull it off, but we'll see. I don't know if she'll let me wear it, but that's, uh, so the, you know, as the year's ending and where Austin was my pick for, you know, for Niles being the best of his and one of the best fragrances of 2023, my wife says it's sultry. And again, I haven't experienced it because she took it. Like I said, she, we opened it, she took it left, you know? So, but she said she's obsessed and she's pickier than I am with fragrances. So that's another one, one I want to, uh, I want to shout out Niles because like I said, he killed it with fragrances this year. I thought he made, I mean, if you're going to count sultry, I think he made three great ones, Austin, Miami tropical confessions and this, but guys, indie brands, there's so many great ones. Come on, dude. Get, get right. You can't mention city rhythm without talking about his gourmand. I loved Nashville. I know that it's not your favorite, but I but loved so it. And a lot of people really loved Nashville. Now it yeah. did change. It did change um, from my, like my decant smells different than it did when I first sprayed it. Okay. Um, but also it's a decant. It's been atomized already. I'm atomizing it again. So there's probably stuff missing. Um, mm -hmm. But I still enjoy it. I think it's a great, it's, it was, it's my, great it was my first city rhythm I smelled and only it's great. Dude, you you got I'm telling you, you got to peep out city rhythm, bro. There's so many, so many bangers. And then they're like, you know, legends have get right. Um, there's a, a intrigue. I'm telling you guys, there's so many indie brands out there. Please go check them out. Stop supporting billionaires. Um, you know, plus a lot of them are doing rinse, repeat, copy, rinse, repeat. It's the creativity has gone from the designer end for the most part. Um, you know, there's still some changes there, but you know, for the most part it is guys go show some love to indies. That's yeah. So I have to end it on that note. I wanted to give Niles some, his flowers. Like I said, he can't talk about it. Um, but I'm going to talk, I'm going to start mentioning it a lot more about the whole Camp David thing. Yeah. Congratulations to Niles. Like I said, he's had a killer year and, um, I'm sure he's, there's no stopping, right? I'm sure he's no. going to keep going. Um, now you got me thinking like, I, I really have to figure it out now. I'm not a list guy, right? I, I like refuse to do lists and my hope, my hope is to not even have to double down on a fragrance unless I feel necessary, um, but I need to look at my collection and my pickups this year and really figure out like what was my favorite pick. It's a good idea, bro. It's like it's a lot of houses I've only smelled for the first time this year. So houses like uh Tomavici, I've smelled oh, yeah. their whole lineup for the first time this year. Um, Demigod is great. Um, great. so is Zenobia. I love Zenobia. I have um, to I have a sample, I gotta wear it. I, I keep forgetting to put it on. So good. And then um, Legends Ave. That might be like one of my favorite picks. Like my wife loves chess. Oh, man. Um, but I just can't. I can't get, I can't let her wear it. Like I'm like, no, I love this. You can't have it. It's only my 30 mils. Like, I'm like, 
scratching my head like, man, this heavy bottle's only 30 mils. And I spray it a lot because it smells so damn good. Yeah. It, it Indies, I'm telling you, bro, like if you, I don't know, have you experienced Get Right? No. I want oh, to. Bro, I really that do. Purple, that purple. So, okay, to me, like he's gotten significantly better. And I said it in my review. Like Signature was his first, and it's a great everyday. Black is kind of a masculine going out scent. Okay, he he won up that. He came out with cherry red. To me, won up that. It was it was supposed to be more designed for feminine, but I think it's perfectly unisex. And then I'm like, I don't think he can outdo cherry, and he outdid it with the purple label, which came out this year. And that's such a beautiful, juicy, fruity. But then it with the cashmere musk and the dry down, it turns warm. And honestly, okay, I got probably one of the best compliments I've gotten from in a long time with the purple label fragrance. I wore it in an event where I met Sean Crenshaw. I remember I told you there was a fragrance event in Dallas that I went to where I met yeah, Sean yeah, Crenshaw. Yeah, so, that's where uh, Pink Mahogany was and um, some other people. Chris Collins, yeah, yeah. Chris so, Collins, yeah. Oh, Chris Collins. I want to smell his stuff so bad. I, I mean, need to I need every set. Yeah, same, same here. But so I wore it. I, I sprayed it in pink mahogany. Now, if you guys don't know pink mahogany, she's got amazing fragrances. She's the beast. She told me she at, at, when we were leaving because you know, like I said, I met her at the the Pineapples Awards. Um, so she gave me a hug and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "What are you wearing?" And I was like, "You actually know who it is because you're the he's the one who told me about you." And she's like, "Wait, who?" And I says, "Get right, Bruce." And she's like, "No way!" I was like, "Yeah." She's like. That is, she's like, you smell amazing. She's like, I wanted to say it earlier, but she's like, but she's like, you smell absolutely amazing. She's like, I'm gonna need to call, talk to him about that. So she, she already hit him up. She's buying a bottle, but that, but it was like the genuine, and you know, from a perfumer, you're talking about somebody who's a great perfumer. To the passion she had in that compliment, where she was like, yo, you smell amazing. Like, what are you wearing? That was get right, bro. You gotta experience get right, bro. Dude, I need to. Like, I want to get on the train real bad. I told them I need to join the clean team, uh, and they said they said we'll talk about it once they uh, restock. So, um, definitely want to get into get right. I mean, I guess I guess when we talk about 2024, we'll talk about some of the stuff we want to see in 2024 with fragrance too, because you know there are trends that I see happening. Um, besides, you know prices continuing to climb i think that there's going to be a lot of fun stuff that we can look forward to in fragrance especially in the in the indie realm you know what i mean and in yeah. the niche realm um i'm currently in like the home stretch of my vintage series while we're recording this and like there are so many things where i've smelled so far and said if this was like released under a niche fragrance banner right now it'd be a hit so so everything old becomes new again and that stuff lives on forever so i think in 2024 i definitely want to try more vintage oh bro so my favorite i mean i, I guess it's not that old but it is old my favorite designer fragrance ever and unfortunately it's been discontinued is mugler's pure malt mm -hmm. uh if you can ever get your nose on it bro Fuck, I don't know why they discontinued. I'm very upset that they did. They discontinued every good men's fragrance that they've made. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I, I don't know why so many brands do. Like, it's funny. Like, my uncle, he loves Plum Yopinese from uh, from Tom Ford. I told yeah. him, like, yo, I'm like, you don't want to use this. Because I showed him the prices for it now. He's like, what? I was like, I'm, like, I'm telling you. Like, don't be using it. Just keep it. Because $900. I'm going to send you. 
a ten ml from Barrett of his version, okay. so that you can give it to your uncle and let me know what he thinks. <laughs> okay, uh, I have. We have to do that swap we were going to talk about. We were supposed to do a swap. Yeah, we do got to get together because I have some stuff I have to send you, and I definitely want to get you on the Barrett train. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Ross to get in touch with you just so you can at least know that there's a company out there that actually tries and cares. From the bottle to the atomizer, this stuff is like top quality. Like it's not like a sticker like it used to be. You know what I mean? Nothing against the sticker. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong. Nothing with against it. the sticker. I just told you that I traded my bottle of at the barbers because a fifteen dollar clone smells better to me, and that clone has a sticker on the label. You know what I mean on the bottle, and I'm so happy to have it. So, um, but yeah, thank you. Um, everybody go and support Law of Fragrance as he continues to grow his brand and his store. Um, a great option if you want to try indie perfumery. And I'm pretty sure he'd decant anything as his collection if you paid him for it. So check out him. This has been this week's episode of the YBE MMA podcast. I am Josh Prepagina. You can find me on all forms of social media, Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA podcast. If you like fragrances, I am posting content daily on all of my social platforms. So check me out there. Um, Ellie's Elation is available now from Barrett. Enjoy the fights this weekend. If there is a fight, boxing. I'm sure there's, yeah, there's boxing. boxing. Enjoy that fight, and you guys have a great day. Peace.